Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I uh, hope you had a great weekend, great three-day weekend. It was a wonderful three-day weekend. Uh, Start to warm up a little bit this week. 68 today, 70 tomorrow, which is a nice change. Last week was cold. It was Freezing. And I learned last week that my tolerance for the cold is non-existent anymore. <laughs> I had a little bit of a tolerance. I had there, there was a little inkling of a tolerance there because I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. And Cheyenne and you and I, we did radio in Yakima, Washington, which is uh, the east side of the state where it is one degree right now. Yes. But yeah, they definitely get the cold there in Yakima. And I remember doing all sorts of little radio broadcasts in the cold from Thanksgiving on the Mayflower where I popped up a tent on top of a... Uh, Mayflower moving truck trailer. That's right. Lived there for a couple of days, and it was snowing Ugh. when I did it. And and then there was other broadcasts where we had a coffee stand, Cheyenne, and we were out there uh, raising money and just freezing our rear ends off. The amount of layers that you would have yeah. to have on. See, again, I had a little bit of a tolerance. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, I whined. I complained. I <laughs> bleeped and moaned, you know. I mean, but I, I, there was a tolerance there. But living here, we just don't have to deal with the cold all that often. Yeah. So when it does get cold, it's it's, it's cold. And last Thursday, my daughter had a tennis practice, and it was like 40 degrees. And having to sit out there and just watch her play tennis and just freezing my rear end off yeah. for an hour. I'm like... Why am I here? Why? Yeah, my daughter's learning to play tennis, but why am I out here in the cold? And why are they starting tennis so stinking early in the season? <laughs> That's what you get for putting her in an outdoor sport. That's exactly right. <laughs> but, you know, it'll warm up and I'll go back to her tennis practices yeah. at uh, some point. And then I'm sitting there like, was tennis an option when I was growing up? Do you remember tennis being like, because there's always baseball, mm-hmm. there's always soccer, there's always basketball. But I remember tennis being an option up there in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, it wasn't for us until high school because we never we didn't have like community tennis courts in my hometown. But then when high school rolled around, you could. It was just you're so behind on learning at that Is point. It a, a nice weather sport? I don't. I mean, I think so. <laughs> I just thought I, I, it I just, was a spring sport. I just feel like I'm um, like in the top one percent. Putting my child into a tennis class. <laughs> that's, what I, that's how I feel. Bougie! Bougie. <laughs> my daughter in a tennis class. But I was out there freezing my rear enough. And, and luckily, the temperatures are warming back up yeah. so that I can go and watch my bougie daughter play, play tennis. tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's a rich person thing. But it just happens often down here. Yeah. You know? It's an everybody's sport down here. Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, it's soon to be the end of an era. 
out here in the valley on the highways or the byways, Cheyenne. Why? Uh, the federal government is ordering states to stop putting funny messages on the highway signs. What? So all the states have to comply within two years to stop putting those um, Woody signs up. Now, it's not just like the silver alert, you know, uh-huh. that kind of thing. We're talking about like the uh, the funny ones that kind of make ADOT seem like an actual human being. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, tailgating is for football, not highways. Yeah. You've seen I, those signs yeah, up I've there, right? Yeah, I've seen those. I think they're funny, but why, like, I don't understand why. Why get, are you getting rid of them? Get your head out of your apps. <laughs> Good one. That is a great one. I like that one. <laughs> These are just some examples from ones uh, around the country. Uh, don't drive Star Spangled Hammered. <laughs> that must have been a Fourth of July one. Don't be a stinker. Use your blinker. <laughs> That's my favorite one. <laughs> some great messages, and we've seen them, you know, up there uh, over the years. Yeah. But uh, the government is ordering states to stop putting them on the highway signs because it's a distraction. People taking too much time to read what the actual sign says and make sense of it. I guess from a responsible perspective, it makes sense. But there's so much more information on the silver alert than there is like the on the, number. The, the quick cheeky ones. Yeah. Having to remember it. I'm not saying that the, like the silver alerts are for a reason, obviously, and they're for a good cause. But there's still a lot of information on that. I guess there's a 1,100 page manual the government gives to the Department of Transportations in each state. Uh-huh. And now they updated it to include don't put any of those funny messages on your highway signs. Wow. <laughs> There's an 1100 page manual they have to follow when it comes to, you know, transportation and the signage and stuff like that. Can you imagine like getting a job with them and then they just slap this big old manual in front of you like here, read, yeah. read that. Read up. Welcome to the company. Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, like I said, it just kind of feels like it's humanizing. Mm-hmm. You know, ADOT a little bit, right? It's kind of witty. You know, it's just kind of a reminder. Put the phone down. Don't drive hammered. Yeah. I mean, what's the difference between something cheeky and then don't text and drive? Which is very, very blunt, very to the point. But I I think when you say don't text and drive, it could become like background noise. Like you see it all the Mm -hmm. time. You're not paying attention to it anymore. Right. But if you put tailgating for football, not highways... You know, it just kind of presents it in a different way, in yeah. a more funny, comedic way. It makes you pay attention a little bit more, but there's some people that are spending a little too much time <laughs> trying to figure out what the sign means. So we have a reading comprehension problem. <laughs> it sounds like it. Not really an ADOT problem. Camel Country 107.9. Thanks for having us on. Hope you had a great weekend. On our way up to a high near 68 today, 70 tomorrow. Uh, I do say R.I.P., rest in peace to a lot of people's plants. I know. Uh, I saw a lot of sad-looking plants <laughs> over the weekend. That's why I brought mine in. Oh, you bring them in? I brought my potted ones inside, And yeah. I did notice some uh, have, like, the blankets over the top mm-hmm. of the plants, just keep the, uh, the frost off of them, keep them alive. Yeah, those are smart people. You want to know who's not smart? My HOA. Because they've been watering all of our plants and, the like, the community lawns for the last week. At five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> what? Well, you know, when it all thaws out, it's a it's a slow water. It's no, like a drip it, line. No, you know, it's not full on sprinklers. No. Well, we learned a lot about your neighborhood, Cheyenne. Your HOA not with it, yeah. obviously with the sprinklers and your builder, you know, and your cracked windows Terrible. and overheating power outlets and everything else that needs to be done to your house. Yeah, so. I thought I was a real winner with that yeah, house. No, no, yes, yeah. not. Also a bad HOA, as you, as you point out. <laughs> Terrible. Gunner and Cheyenne. Our phone lines are always open for you. 602-894-5653. Let's head out to Tempe. Hi, Leah. How are you? 
I'm all right. I'm all right. I need some advice, and you're good at this. So <laughs> Don't give us that much credit, but okay. <laughs> well, you know, most of the time. Most of the time, I agree. All right, what's uh, up? Well, okay, so I, I went on a date with this guy. It was a first date. We met on an app, and you never know, right? But he seemed pretty great. Like, we had good banter back and forth, and he's good looking, and... We went to this place for dinner, which was, you know, like dinner. I'm like, okay, not just drinks, dinner, great. But we went there and like everybody seemed to know him. Like the bartender, the servers, like they're all just making small talk and like he knew them, you know. Yeah, and I, like, I can kind of tell when somebody knows right. somebody, right? You know, just the interactions like uh, in the TV show Cheers when Norm would come in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you just kind of know when somebody knows somebody, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like, made a little, like, kind of side comment, a little joke, and I was like, oh, ha, 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 do you bring all your first dates here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and he was like, uh, yeah, actually, I do. Oh, he was <laughs> honest about it. I mean, there, there's a bonus point. He was honest from the yeah. jump. That's nice. I guess so, but is that a red flag? Like, he brings all his first dates, like, and how many first dates has he had, and like, why? If he brings all of his first dates to the same restaurant, is that a red flag? I don't think so. No, no. no. I mean, think about it. Like, well, you're going to have to really stretch your imagination, Gunner, because you haven't been on a first date in like <laughs> a long time. Yeah. But like first dates are really nerve wracking, you know, and for him to take his first dates to the same place, it's comfortable for him. He knows the people like that. That creates an environment for him where he's comfortable. So I could see how that would be a thing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> or do you get the feeling that he's just like parading? these women like in front of these people that he knows to kind of maybe get some feedback on on that's you what I'm worried about okay that's what I'm worried about and hmm. also like is it a sign that he like he lacks the imagination to try to come up with like a second place <laughs> so, like, so that's I, what, I mean that's pretty valid I could a, see that concern I'm not the best planner I'd yeah let's like, yeah, just uh, head on down to this local pub down on the corner it feels like something that I would do. It 100% feels like something yeah. you do, which is why I'm surprised that you're yeah. you're not totally behind this concept. Have you ever thought about going on your own and just like asking and inquiring about She's not your crazy? That just sounds Does that crazy. make her crazy? Yes. Yeah, we only went on one date. That's like next stalker weird. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they're not you're even asking, exclusive. You're so you're like, let me go. I know, but I don't know. If- well, here's a thought. What if they know him so well because he did actually used to work there? You know what? It wasn't like that kind of camaraderie. If you work with somebody, then it's like, hey, buddy. It wasn't, hey, buddy. <laughs> okay. You know, it was more like, good to see you again, sir. Text with the 602. Did he recommend a certain food dish? Maybe it's the food. Mm-hmm. And maybe he told you, Leah, that, you know, you got to try this dish. You got to try their burger. You got to try their chicken sandwich. Yeah. Was there any recommendations? The food wasn't that good. Okay. The food wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, you know, let's take it, you know, with the question that you asked. Is this a red flag? If this guy brings every first date to the same restaurant, everybody there knows him, everybody sees these ladies parade on through, is that a red flag? 602-894-5653. You can also text us at 22108. We'll see what kind of a, an answer we can come up with for you here, Leah. All right. Thank you, guys. Gunner and Cheyenne. Is it a red flag if a guy takes every first date to the same restaurant, to the same bar? Like so much so that the bartenders, the waitresses, the staff, they know who he is. Yeah, I don't really think so. I don't really. Th- I don't. I personally don't think that that's a huge red flag. Yeah. Maybe he's a nervous kind of guy. So he likes to be in his in what, his element. What would make it a red flag? I would say what would be a red flag is if you guys had been exclusively dating 
for a, a little while, and then he takes you there. And then the bartender's like, that's not Laura. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. But uh, if you are just casually dating, there's no conversation about being exclusive. Exactly. There's nothing wrong with it. Jimmy is in Mesa. He's got a comment on this. Jimmy, what say you, dude? I think it's a total green flag because, first of all, he was honest. You know yeah. what I mean? At least, he, at least he just told the truth and it wasn't weird about it. But I also think it's a high possibility that he just likes going there, like, with or without a date. So I don't really think that's weird. Like, if you have yeah. your spot, you have your spot, you know? And I think that that's totally fine. Like, I know that I have restaurants that I enjoy frequenting, not because the food is off the charts just amazing, but because it's a good atmosphere, the food's pretty decent, and I just like being there. Yeah. I mean, it could have been close to his house. I, I feel like if I was ever back on the dating scene, Cheyenne, I, you know, I got a, a hub restaurant like a block away. Yeah, I'd take all my dates there and you never know. Between there and Goldwater and yes. then like you'd be fine. That's right. You know, and then if we ever end up needing to go back to my house, oh my it's a block away. Cheese Louise. <laughs> I mean, that that would be my reason for uh-huh. frequently visiting the same restaurant with all my first dates. Proximity. Yeah, proximity to my yeah. house. You never know. I mean. You know what's going to happen. From your perspective, I totally get that. Appreciate you, Jimmy. 602-894-5653. Uh, you could also text us at 22108. Uh, here's the text Cheyenne okay. um, text with the 623 it shows his laziness in creativity and why would you want to start a relationship with someone like that definitely a red flag because um, I mean you did mention that right mm-hmm. I mean yeah you know it, some people some dudes some ladies I guess you know they, they plan out a well thought out first date yeah you know maybe uh, there's a certain beer that uh, they picked up on that you really enjoy like if you enjoy Kilt Lifter maybe they planned out a whole date down there at Four Peaks which is really sweet and I totally hear what that is saying and I partially would agree with it my only thing is is that if you're casually dating I don't think like your very first meeting date post swiping right or however you met should be very low key very chill let's get to know each other make sure your picture is who you actually are and like get that part out of the way and then on the second date when things are kind of amping up a little bit but you can't do that at Four Peaks I mean you you can or you're just saying like for the first date it shouldn't require that much effort or thought or money when you're meeting the person for the first time yeah like I don't think like I'm not expecting you to take me to some like extravagant place the first time we meet outside of matching but aren't you trying to impress I mean yeah but you can impress with your wit and your charm and you know your humor and things like that well Leo's date was trying to impress with his laziness (laughs) you know and go to the same restaurant nailed it (laughs) (laughs) alright red flag green flag what are your thoughts Camel Nation you can text us at 22108 Camel Country 107.9 somebody asked a question on social media the other day Uh uh, saying if you woke up tomorrow in the year 1924 what would your first priority would be your top priority Oh. The majority went with one of two options. Okay. The majority of the majority said the top priority would be finding a way back to 2024. That's pretty valid. And that was with 44% of people. And then 41% of people said they would use uh, their modern knowledge and skills to get rich. (laughs) Okay. I like that. 5% of people said they'd try to find and meet their ancestors. 4% 4% said they'd be fine with staying in 1924. They would just get a job and start a new life. <laughs> okay. I feel like my first thing was like, I would I would need to figure out like why and how. Like, how did I get here? Yeah, but you're in 1924. What's your priority? So, I mean, how are you going to figure that out? I don't know. Your top priority, getting back home to where your family is, uh-huh. right? Because I'd probably wake up and just kind of just 
be in the twilight, it'd, it'd be a weird situation to be in. Mm-hmm. Thinking of, you know, my wife and my kids and my house back in Phoenix. And how did I end up here in 1924? So do you go back to your family, whom mm-hmm. you love, I'm assuming, or... <laughs> you're like, man, it's fine. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm free. <laughs> yeah. Prayers do get answered. Or do you use that knowledge, you Uh know, of uh, Apple and Microsoft and Amazon? But I mean, way back then, stock market's not a thing. I don't even think you can use use a lot of that knowledge. The stock market was definitely a thing. Was it a thing? Absolutely. But I mean, I'm talking about like the ticker symbol of Apple and the ticker symbol of Amazon. Yeah, you couldn't track it like that. Yeah. That's the whole, the, literally the Great Depression was because of the stock market crash in the late 20s. So you would uh, put all your money on Ford? Because I'm sure Ford was probably in the, the stock well, first market. First, I put all my money on the Yankees. <laughs> Take those winnings, put it into the stock market, and then pull it out right before the bubble all the, burst. All the money on the Yankees? Why wouldn't you just buy the Yankees? Because if you wake up in 1924, where are you getting money to buy the Yankees? The stock market. <laughs> you just woke up. You don't have any money in the stock market yet. I don't know. Maybe you got. Maybe you, there's a safe in the house you woke up in. I don't know. You wake up money to just money saying you, you got to build up your bankroll by betting on sports so what, okay. that you know or the outcomes of, and then you take that money, put it into the stock market, but you got to pull it out before. You know, but you don't, got, crashes, no, but yeah. you got, you don't got no fan duel. Where are you going to go bet on sports? You're going to go find a bookie randomly, dude. Uh, you act, what? Dude, sports betting was definitely a thing in the 1920s. How do you know? Were you there? <laughs> I can't tell if you're serious or not. <laughs> I did, I'm sure that there was some stuff going on, but I mean, the FanDuel wasn't around. No, you had Where, to use a bookie. Yeah, you go find. You got to find yourself a bookie. And there was plenty of those. Where are you going to get your first five bucks though to make a bet? Mop some, mop some floors. <laughs> mop some floors. Yeah, wash some dishes. I don't know. What are you doing? You wake it up at 1924. What are you doing? Oh, uh, I'm probably trying to figure out how to get home. But think about how simple life was back in 1924. We're in kind of a crazy world right now. 1924, cars were becoming a thing. They just had indoor plumbing. That was just added. That's pretty cool. Roads were being paved. So, I mean, there are some conveniences in life. I'm not going to go try to find my ancestors. I wouldn't, that's something I wouldn't do. Well, then how are you going to explain to them, like, hey, I'm your great-granddaughter from, from, like, 2024? (laughs) You would have to put that to the side and not tell anyone that. You would be committed, for sure. Yeah, you wake up in 1924. What is your first move? What is your top priority? You can text us at 22108. Camel Country. 1079. Well, if you woke up tomorrow in the year 1924... What would be your top priority? This is a hypothetical question. It was asked on social media. So it's kind of interesting to think what you would do if you were in that situation. 1924, they just started getting plumbing and paved roads, stuff like that. None of the inconveniences that we have today. But, you know, here in 2024, if you've got a family, I'm assuming you love your family. And if you woke up in 1924... The thought of living life without your family would probably be heartbreaking. Oh, yeah. I would lose my mind. Of course, you would try to go back to 2024. Mm -hmm. And the majority of the texts coming in at 22108 say just that. I would try and figure out a way to get back to my life in 2024. But. (laughs) However. Yeah. Back in 1924, (laughs) they don't have the technology like we do today. So let's say, you you know, you touch the two wires in 2024 and there there you go. You're back in 1924. No way back home. Then what's your priority? Uh, finding a doctor to get a new prescription for some clonazepam, because Lord knows my anxiety is going to be through the roof. Good luck. <laughs> I know. Um, the second majority, 44 said they'd try and get back home. 41% mm-hmm. said they would use their modern knowledge and skills to get rich. Okay. McDonald's was created in 1940. Oh. You've got a 20-year jump on good old McDonald's there, if you know what works. Yeah. You know, the quarter pounder, the hamburger, the... Uh, 
Happy Meal. See, that's a lot more fries. logical because my my thought process went to things like Apple and like the phone and stuff. And like well, the phone like okay, a was a thing. Well, I know, but <laughs> yeah. like Apple was my like instant go to. But then I was like, I'm not even smart enough to know like how to start development right. of that. Yeah, like you, the idea is great, but that's ju- all I got. You would just know Amazon and Apple <laughs> yeah. and Microsoft were things definitely to invest in. Yep. But to try and get a jump on the computers, uh, yeah. I mean, there's no technical knowledge. Yeah. You so know, like to- having that is great, but what it does nothing for me because I don't know anything more than mm. the idea on paper. Maybe it'll be like one of those movie moves where you like leave a note for somebody like open in the year 1975 Ooh. or whenever, whenever you're or 1955. Like my parents are born in the 50s. right? Yeah. So you leave a note for the 50s. Yeah, I kind of that's that's like creepy, but I like it. And then you pop up when your parents are like getting married and stuff. And they're like, and this like back to the future. Am I just thinking of back to the future? Am I just. Yeah, you might you might create a paradox. Did he, yeah, did he show up to like his parents like the uh, the night that they met in high yeah. school or something like that? And then you just like give them all these little tidbits to help set you your yeah. future self up for like yeah. riches. I don't just, think that's the way that that works. No, you just <laughs> get a job, start a new simple life. Back in 1924, I think that's yeah. the, that's the only real option you got. I don't think technology can get you back to 2024. I would definitely go marry rich and marry into the mob. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Gunner and Cheyenne, Camel Country 107.9. Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan recently pretty much lived out the uh, storyline of a movie. Remember the movie Due Date with uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis? I remember and, it. Yeah, where they, uh, they get kicked off the plane, they got to rent a car and uh, drive across the country. Did not know that. I have not seen it. Who was the other guy in that movie? It was Zach Galifianakis and... Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr., yeah. Oh, I'm surprised I haven't seen it then, because I do Really like good. Him. Yeah, it was a good movie, and they had to rent a car and travel across the country, and they both drove each other nuts, or at least Zach oh. drove Robert nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely yeah. that, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> but no, Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan, they, they didn't get 
kicked off a plane, their private plane got stuck in St. Louis because of weather. They couldn't take off. That makes sense. They couldn't yeah. get back to Nashville. So they rented a car, Luke and Jason Alvin, <laughs> and drove across the country to Nashville. I feel like if you were going to be stuck on a road trip with anyone, those are the guys. Who do you think drove? Luke. No, Jason Aldean drove. Really? Yeah, and they also made a stop at Dairy Queen on the way. <laughs> Can you imagine working in that Dairy Queen drive-thru? <laughs> yeah. And then you hear him on the speaker, you're like, that sounds familiar. And then that they voice. pull up, and you're just and like, there it is. what? Jason Aldean and Luke Bryan in the same car as your drive-thru. <laughs> just chilling. There's <laughs> some audio. They did a live uh, stream on social media during this. I but, love that. Uh, here we, go. we were flying out of St. Louis. We had uh, issues traveling with the plane because our plane... We thought it was going to fall out of the sky. <laughs> we took off, and it was so cold in St. Louis. It's like 16 degrees. The wind was blowing 40 miles an hour. Some of the uh, instruments on the, the plane were not. So we had to turn around and land, and, yeah, it was a little tense. <laughs> So detailed. Thanks for that, Luke. Well, they were like a husband and wife. Oh, you know, man. Jason Aldean finished uh, Luke Bryan's yeah, sentence there. That's you know? cute. Who would you want to be in the car with? Ashley McBride. So has she like superseded Lauren Elena? Is your favorite now then? Yeah, I think so. Why? Because like I connect really well with her and I've been able to have like furthering conversations with her, which yeah. has been really cool. And I think that on a personal level, we just like, we get it. For me, it'd be Luke Combs. What are you going to talk to Luke Combs about? Uh, anything the and everything. The hunting and you don't do? Talk about football. He's into sports. <laughs> That's true. Okay. <laughs> as fun as Jelly Roll would be, to, you know, to have a conversation with. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's lived so much life, and uh, he's probably got so many stories. I don't know. I think it would be a Luke Combs. I, I, like, I mean, it makes sense for the, for Plus what Je- it is. Yeah. Jelly Roll's on a diet, too. I mean, we're not, so we're not stopping at Dairy Queen, I don't think. So. <laughs> Gotta be a low I gotta have somebody who matches my road trip snackage. <laughs> That's right. That's what I need. That's absolutely right. And not judging me. It's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. So, Gunner. Yeah. I accidentally took my cat's medication last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Don't ask me how. It's not a bad <laughs> joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. <laughs> me how? Don't ask me how. Meow. Don't ask me how. <laughs> Cheyenne's dad jokes every week to morning at about 7.50 here on Camel Country. Oh, uh, meow. That was funny. <laughs> Gunner and Cheyenne. My Tuesday confession. Just send us an anonymous text in Gunner and Cheyenne. We'll help you get it off your chest. My Tuesday confession. Well, we do it every Tuesday at about this time. It is time for those confessions, something that's been on your chest that you just want to get off. Completely anonymous. No names, no area codes. Uh, You can text us right now at 22108. Now, we do have a voicemail box, so we do hear your voice, you know, in in its true fashion when you leave us a voicemail with a confession. But if you're okay with that, the voicemail box is yours to leave us your confession, okay? Sometimes it feels better when you just speak it. 602-429-9492 is the phone number for our morning show hotline voicemail box. Let's jump right on in, Cheyenne. All right. Here we go. First unheard message. 
Uh, I got a confession. Um, when I'm uh, alone in the basement, alone in my house, and I turn off the lights in the basement, I uh, I run up the stairs because I'm terrified of the dark. <laughs> I, I close the door, and I, uh, I'm an adult who is still afraid of the dark. You and me both, buddy. You and me both. You do that still? <laughs> oh yeah, 100. Terrified of the it's dark. It's kind of like the like forever knowing that the boogeyman is under your bed. Like if you let your feet hang off in the middle of the night, he's gonna snatch you. See, I can understand if it's like a uh, an older house, like an older basement, like Kevin McAllister and the Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can understand that. Yeah. But, you know, if your your main living space is on the downstairs and all the bedrooms are upstairs, you turn the lights off, there's nothing to be scared about there. You never know. You never know what could be there when the lights go out, okay? All right. Don't judge us. <laughs> Next voicemail. Here we go. Next message. So, I have a confession. Um, I cry a lot. You know, um, I, I cry easily. It, it's. There's things like if I'm watching a, a video online of like a dog or even just a commercial that's just really emotional, I, I tear up like all the time. Oh, man, we have two soft men back to back. How about that? I'm here for it. <laughs> that's sweet. Right, here we go. <laughs> Next message. Hi, guys. I'm calling in because I have a confession. I'm long term single and I hate it when my friends are in relationships. Yeah, and I'm always rooting for something to go bad so we can hang out again because I'm tired of sitting home alone on Friday night while all my friends are out having romance and dates and love and sex and I'm just sitting here alone. <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm definitely not wishing ill on my friends' newfound relationships, but I get it. I don't definitely understand. Yeah, you don't want to be alone on a Friday night yeah. when your friends are out having all the sex. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have one more doozy of a voicemail to get to, and then we're going to get to your text. Okay. Right? Tuesday Confessions continues next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne. My Tuesday Confessions. Got one more voicemail to get to, then we're going to get to your text. Our voicemail box, if you want to leave a Tuesday Confession voicemail, 602-429-9492. One more voicemail. Here we go. Next message. So I love squeezing pimples and blackheads on my boyfriend. Yeah. And he thinks it's absolutely disgusting, but I find it really satisfying for some odd reason. And I look, I don't think I'm the only one. I've seen other people on like YouTube weirdly talking videos and posting them on the internet. I just I want to make sure I'm not the only one. You're not. End of messages. <laughs> You're not. No. It is weird though. My wife does the same thing, but I don't think her wording would be satisfying or gratifying oh, no, or whatever satisfying. it is. Is it? I, would agree, I think your wife would definitely say it's satisfying. Could it be like there's a uh, metaphor almost to like the pent, pent up and then the release? Yeah. I mean, is there something there with that? Yeah, or? there's just something satisfying watching like a blackhead or a whitehead just like slither its way out. Gross. You've never I mean, like... I, I can see like the um, fascination where I've had like one of those ones that hurt uh-huh. and then you pop, and then it's like very stringy. It just comes out and just builds up like yeah. in a little pile. Right. I mean, that one's kind of cool. The other one's... Or, or, you know, okay, also the other one where it's like where it shoots out and hits the mirror. <laughs> that one's kind of cool. But... You know, that's me doing it to myself. Uh-huh. I don't ever touch my wife's pimples or zits and stuff like that. Oh, that's yeah. That's disgusting. If Man. you've got a zit, let me know. I will get it. <laughs> I, and it's not uncommon for me to, like, deep dive Dr. Pimple Popper's Instagram and just watch her pop all the things. What's that? Oh, there's a line of men outside, hey! Zion. They want you to pop their pimples. I'm coming. I am coming. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, we got a text rolling in at 22108. No names, no area codes, completely anonymous. Uh, text, my husband and I are having a standoff about a hardening skid mark in the toilet. <laughs> He thinks my mom did it on New Year's and that it's therefore my responsibility and I hate the fact that he's right. Um, I just clean it! So it's just there on the toilet bowl. That's disgusting! Uh, text. (laughs) (laughs) When I have my headphones in, I tell my colleagues I'm listening to Morgan Wallen uh, to seem cool, but it's actually Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely keep that to yourself. Taylor's all the rage right now. Come on. Uh, And final text here. Uh, We made the mistake of letting our toddler daughter choose the name of our kitten. Oh, boy. She chose and was absolutely adamant on the name Pee Wee Poo Poo (laughs) for the poor kitty. (laughs) We managed to eventually compromise to get her to agree on the name Pee Wee. Oh, my God. That's funny. Pee Wee Poo Poo. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate those texts today, and that is Tuesday (laughs) Confessions. We'll do it again next week right here on Campbell Country. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.